This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me today is Scott. Say hello, Scott. Hello. And Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello. All right. Well, today is my topic, and I wanted to talk about married with children. And we'll go all over the place. I mean, I expect us to touch all our favorite moments of the show. But the one scene that I wanted to focus on, and it's, I think, unless someone reminds me of something different, it's my favorite scene from the show. Is in the episode where the Jeffersons, or the Darcys, sorry, <laughs> the Darcys and Bundys are playing this like middle-aged, all the crazed new board game, right? It's something that's supposedly taking, you know, the country by storm, and middle-aged couples get together and play, play this game, and it's supposed to be the best. And Al just keeps, you know, he keeps having little like uh, moments where he's sitting at the table and he's talking, remembering his glorious jock days. And, Never thought he'd be sitting at a table playing this game. And the other side story is Bud Bundy is trying to get laid, as in every episode, so <laughs> nothing special. But in this one, he actually has a girl, a really hot chick, that's hanging out with him, but she's making him do all this crazy stuff. Um, jumping out of airplanes, uh, white water rafting, um, and he's doing everything in the hope that he'll get laid. And Kelly warns him, she's like, no, if she was going to sleep with you, she, already, she would have done it by now. And Bud's like, no way, no way. <laughs> and so the whole thing happens, and uh, Bud's in the plane, and uh, he's, he jumps, and while he's jumping, he hears a radio instructor, the jump instructor all of a sudden start flirting with his girlfriend, and she pretty much goes, hey, you're not, let's have sex. <laughs> uh, quick, quick question. Yeah. I can remember in the whole round Bud getting laid once. No, he got a lot, actually. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Especially later on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'd always see girls leaving his the downstairs area. I mean, whether or not he was going all the way remains to be seen. Pete Rose style, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was what Grandpappy the, B. Yeah. So, well, the, there was the time he got sick, and so he slept with the other girl who got sick, too. That was the only way. Uh, and then, I, I don't remember any after that. Did he sleep with Felicity? I forget. I don't know that, but I know he did with a Carrie Russell, um, chasing Amy girl. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. She was the niece, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about um, the girl from Fifth Element? She, she was on the show. Yeah. Was she the French student? Yeah. Oh no, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, he I got just... he got it more than okay. They were always hot too. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember my, my one of my favorite gags in the entire run of the show was uh, Bud is making out with a super hot chick in the, on the couch downstairs in the dark, and Al comes down half asleep and does the usual thing when it's usually Kelly down there with the dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so he grabs Bud and like rams his head into the door jam and throws him out <laughs> and then looks over and sees the hot chick there. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Uh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> Oh, yes. Cool. Anyways. All right. So, yeah, back onto this. And, yeah, and he's, he, so Bud's falling, doing the free fall, and you hear the conversation. And I think it really is, something, like, the dialogue is so cheesy. She goes, <laughs> she says, like, the moment I saw you, I knew we were going to have lots of sex. Well, <laughs> Ke- Kelly actually says that at yeah. the beginning. But he, she, Kelly actually says, as soon as we see a guy, we know we're going to have sex with him. So that was kind of the exact line that Kelly said. She says it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so meanwhile, like, Bud's falling and his, his parachute won't open or whatever. And he starts flapping his arms. And then whatever, then it comes back and Bud's playing, or Al and Peg are still playing the game. And Bud comes in, like, soaking wet. And Al goes over and talks to him. Something about, you know, not get, gotten get laid. Kelly says, I told you so, but Bud's like, yeah, I'll still try again next time. And then Al looks as Bud's climbing up the stairs. He's talking to Kelly and he goes... <laughs> Never in a million years did you get me to jump out of an airplane. <laughs> and then you hear Peg. 
God damn it, I'm not going to get through this. Ow, you landed on Kiss the Neighbor. <laughs> and I think it shows Marcy, like, puckering up. Yeah. Al turns to the camera, like, his lip trembles. <laughs> and you can tell all of a sudden it's in a, a dream, like, imagination sequence. And then you just see him on the exact same airplane that Bud was on. Limping. <laughs> He's limping, too. That's the best part. He has the parachute in his hands. And the, the flight instructor is like, Sir, don't you want your last-minute instructions? And he just laughs and jumps out of the airplane. <laughs> God damn it. He goes, ah, Your parachute's still not on his back. Oh, it's yeah. the, oh, my God. And that flight instructor is Nitro from American Gladiators. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sure it wasn't Malibu? Yes. Malibu. And I don't Could know why. Could have been Gemini. Could have been Gemini or Blaze. <laughs> Diamond. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I think that that scene is so funny. But I remember. I don't know. If it was you and me, Brian, or you, me, and Adam. But we would rewind it and watch it over and over and over and over again when we re- had them recorded on VHS. <sighs> yeah, I remember That's, that one very pretty vividly too. Yeah. I think the whole episode was awesome with the chick that Bud was trying to get with was hot, <laughs> as with every girl in that show. So speaking of which, who's your favorite hot chick from Married to Children? Guest star. Because it can't be Kelly or anything like that, but... Hmm. Crossover movie. Hmm. Mila's up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I gotta go with uh, Tia Carrera. <laughs> the new... What is it? Amante. Amante. Yeah, Alante, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Bundy Bounce. <laughs> the Bundy Bounce, that's right. Um, I know Pamela Anderson was on it when she was really young, like before Baywatch and anything. I mean, Vanna White was on there. I was going to say, Vanna <laughs> I didn't know that, uh, what you, like I said, Lilu Corbin multi, <laughs> Multipass was on there, so that might be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Russell was on there. I'm going to have to go back with young Pam Anderson. I remember that episode. That's when Al keeps having these awesome dreams. <laughs> and Kelly keeps ringing the bell and waking him up. <laughs> and he keeps getting so upset. Where the the one fake uh, girlfriend is catches him in bed with the other fake girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Al Hercules Bundy, what are you doing? <laughs> well, well, obviously I'm having one hell of a dream. Why don't you guys fight over me? Good times. Yeah, I think only one I can really remember is Mila Jovovich. I have to go back and watch that. All right. Um, so, any other classic moments? I got tons I bring up, but I don't want to, see, I don't want to steal them from you guys. Uh, we we've talked about it before, but the when Al and Jefferson are trying to build the is it an antenna or satellite dish? I forget what they're putting on the roof. Yeah. But it's it's this whole B story. I can't even remember what the A story was during that episode. Yeah. And they're just in the background, just completely fucking it up. Yeah. And hurting themselves. And my favorite line was, I, do, do you have any of those L bolts? L bolts? No, but I see a lot of sevens. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Kelly comes and fixes it right in like two seconds yeah. at the end. Yeah. And they both fall off the roof. Numerous times. I think you're thinking of the table saw, Brian, or the tool binge. There were two different episodes, or no? Scott Scott's ha- thinking that. Yeah, Scott's thinking of that. There were two different episodes: one where they're building the, the satellite dish, and then one where they're building the tool binge. Well, it's him, <laughs> Al plus Jefferson trying to build something as the B story was always gold. Though. Yes, exactly. Like whenever it was just them kind of in the background, that was always one of the better episodes. I think even Griff was in that one too. Griff. <laughs> so is it time to talk about No Ma'am? <laughs> sure. What does No Ma'am stand for? Um, uh, <laughs> men against Amazonian women, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that shirt. You do. So, ah, classic. It is. I don't know. Some other great moments when they go to uh, England. The whole like three or four part episode, or yeah, four episode series, like mini <laughs> story, where they go to Lower Uncton and Upper Uncton. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> and Al, 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 Al goes to Hyde Park and gets on the yes the pedestal and starts starts ranting and everybody's into what he's saying. <laughs> it is wrong to be French. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, 
the show was so over the top with the jingoism, but it was always hilarious. Yeah, and it was so, you know, it was, you know, the, uh, the most stereotyped England, too, when they went. And just, I don't know, the lower Uncton. And uh, Kelly, isn't Kelly with the uh, Prince? God damn it, I'm not thinking... <laughs> yeah. I just remember the Lucky Strike or Winston, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen those. Yeah, no, that was, there was one where Kelly gets separated from the rest of the family. She's like at a club, and they're like in a little like booth. And all of a sudden, someone comes to the booth, and Miss Bundy, someone's here for you. And she comes out wearing like the tiara, a tiara, and then you hear him like, "Hey, give that back!" And you just see the arm go and pull it back. And then when when Kelly leaves, all of a sudden you see like a princess die lookalike comes in and starts punching the dude inside the, the tent. <laughs> so that's how old that show is, because she was still yeah. alive when that happened. Um, yeah, yeah show I... ran for ten years. Jesus. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So when it first came out, it was. A naughty show. Like I remember, our parents would talk about it with their friends and family, but they would not let us watch it. They'd kind of let us watch, like they would pre-watch an episode, and then if they thought it was okay, they let us watch it. But I remember so many times, like, "Oh, we're gonna watch Murder Children." You know, put the kids to bed. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, like, because I had my room was on the side of the living room, where they'd watch sometimes, and I would kind of hear what was going on. And because they wouldn't let me watch it, it was more intriguing that way. <laughs> Ed, Ed O'Neill didn't think it was going to be picked up after the first six episodes. He thought it was going to be done. I could see and, then, and then ten years later. And that's when Fox yeah. was a brand new network. Right? <laughs> Assume Fox viewing positions. Yeah. <laughs> I think between, like, yeah, Meredith Children and The Simpsons, like, created that network. Yeah. I don't know what else would have. Uh, like Living Color. I was just going to say, In Living Color... I do like how both of them, uh, both those shows, Simpsons and uh, Married with Children, didn't pony punches when it came to making fun of Fox or different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they said they had diplomatic immunities. <laughs> they could. Well, Married, and Married with Children didn't start off nearly as raunchy as it eventually got. And it wasn't nearly as, uh, like, over the top either. Like, Peg actually used to cook back in the, I think, first season. <laughs> He, she wasn't just making tang tangwitches or whatever they were called. <laughs> tang wipes. Tang wipes. <laughs> well, they had tang yes, tangwitches and tang wipes. What were tang wipes? He would use the like an old used coffee filter and then wipe the in jar inside of the jar oh, of the tank. <laughs> the tang. <laughs> Toaster leavens. <laughs> Toaster leavens. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, Peg didn't want to cook, and she was a bad cook, but she did every once in a while. Yeah, and the, and the, yeah. yeah like, the first season, like you said, they're still, like, kind of eating, and she's still kind of maintaining the house. And But it was <laughs> still a lot of, like, sex talk, and... Yeah, you know, I even, think that's... Yeah. I was going to say, and, like, the whole, like, stripper scene, and Marcy losing her ring down Zorro's pants. <laughs> so, yeah, it got way raunchier later, you know, it's Hooters and... <laughs> hooters, Hooters, yum, 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 Hooters, Hooters, and a girl that's dumb. Yes. But, it became a running gag that, that Al never wanted to have sex with her, <laughs> with his wife. Yes. They, they, they based a couple episodes around that one, like when they had to have the contest to, to see who could have the baby first. What? Hmm? Yeah. So, so, there was, so one of my, my favorite episodes, there was going to be an inheritance. Uh, some Bundy relative died, but the inheritance would only go to the first person that had a new, new baby. So uh, Al and Peg tried to have the baby. And the, it's like this big montage of, of him, like, drinking Gatorade and <laughs> being towed <laughs> off and stuff. And then uh, they, they, one of the cousins shows up with a baby. And then you find out that Peg had been, uh, like, taking birth control the whole time to keep uh, it going. <laughs> nice. I remember that. Then I remember the one episode where it was, like, Memorial Day or Labor Day and Al really wants to barbecue and... He's out there, and he, for some reason, that was, like, the only episode I remember where he's, like, super horny. And, like, at the end of the episode, I think they bang, like, five times in one day, and Peg can't stand it anymore. And like, ah, leave me alone. <laughs> and I don't know why it was, like, random, because never, obviously, it was never like that. But was the, There were a few barbecue episodes. Was That wasn't the one with uh, Marcy's <laughs> yes. ashes. ashes. Yes, it is. <laughs> was, it, was that a Jefferson episode or a Steve episode? It was, I 
believe it was Steve. Steve, yeah. Yeah, at the finally, very end, <laughs> he finds out the ashes in the burger. He gets yeah, a big smile on his face and takes a big, big bite. bite. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, Steve or Jefferson? Yeah. I think they're they're so different. Um, I think just Jefferson. <laughs> he was such an idiot. Yeah, I gotta go with Jefferson. Just uh, and, I, and I've talked about this before. Just on the strength of one scene where he comes in and starts telling Al about how uh, he had a great morning because he woke up and Marcy was just letting him do whatever he wanted to her. Yeah, find out it was just her pajamas. <laughs> uh, Jefferson. I'm gonna go with Steve just because those are the more classic episodes. But yeah, you can't go wrong with with either, either. one. How about this, Griff, or? What was the very first assistant shoe guy? Oh, jeez. I don't remember. What is his name? The white guy? Yeah, I remember the very first episode. I think he's the one that gives out the tickets to the the Bulls game. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, I don't remember his name. <sighs> I know you're talking about, though. He was only in it for a few episodes. Yeah. But see, there you go, being raunchy. Remember, they were putting lifts under the chairs so that they can get a good look at the girls' skirts <laughs> when they were <laughs> trying on shoes. <laughs> Ah, uh, the shoe store. I think those were the greatest scenes in the, in the, in the show. Just the because they were just one-liners, pretty much. That Al would just spout out to these women. <laughs> yeah. So a fat lady comes into the shoe store today. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> that or there was a couple times where they would just say the life of Al at work, and he'd just come in, he'd unlock the door. <laughs> oh God. And he'd sit down and put his hands in his face. Oh God. <laughs> 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 yeah. Al Icky Bundy. Oh, Al Icky Bundy. What's one word that describes Al? <laughs> Winner. Winner. <laughs> Was that the Roy Firestone? Yeah, the Roy Firestone. <laughs> when Peg brawled the perfect game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's when he, is that the one where he's pretending to watch TV? And they're like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like imaginary... Like changing the controls and <laughs> yeah. was was that did that one end with the facts of life gag or is that a different episode? That's a different one. <laughs> okay, this That's one ends with the right force. Yeah, what about the one where he's he builds the the awesome toilet outside and he can't go to the bathroom and so he go, he, he go, well I have to get a different <laughs> one. Yeah, I don't know what you're about. So he can't go to the bathroom, so he turns on TV. <laughs> And either it announced Fox's lineup or it played the theme to Fact of Life. I forgot what it was. But he just gets this look on his face like, yeah, yeah, And then he puts the, the newspaper under his arm and walks to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh. I just imagine him, his faces. Yeah, I gotta say, he had the best facial expressions. No, announcing Fox's lineup. It was designing whatever it had, like a bunch of two I think terrible signing shows. women. Yeah. yeah, cop rock or, or something. Burke or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That look on his face tucks the paper under his arm. <laughs> and you know what? Another classic thing about Married with Children is the crowd. Um, I typically don't like the 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 crowds, but I mean, just classic people going, yeah. <laughs> in the background. Yeah. I think even the Simpsons make fun of that at some point in their every, show too. Yeah, every time somebody would come in, it was always it was always the biggest one for Al or for Kelly though. Yeah. Woo <laughs> Like I don't think it's been like that on any other television show that I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Seinfeld had that a lot when Kramer used to come in. At the beginning anyway. But you wouldn't hear people like <laughs> yelling out their names. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the the live studio audience. The I <laughs> slightly related uh, I remember the, the most awkward one was on uh, Home Improvement the beginning of that the run of that show he'd always do that joke with the how do you spell that you know when, when he was getting advice because uh, what's his name Wilson would give him a big word and by the fourth episode he said it and then he paused for the, la- for the laugh and it was just crickets like nobody said anything like the joke the joke had gotten old that quickly in <laughs> just spent a few weeks <laughs> and they just kept on trucking you can see the look on uh, tim allen's face he's just kind of like oh <laughs> i guess i can't can't go back to that one again what they didn't do a different take <laughs> nope in front of live studio audience yeah they still did takes nope yep anyway yeah, yeah. that's the laugh track has kind of not even a laugh track but live studio audience has kind of 
disappeared. Or is that even around anymore? Yeah, I don't they even... still they still poop out on the network television the the laugh track com- sitcom still. Do they? Like they can't they can't break away from that shit. I don't understand it. Is it like the two and a half men? Is that like that? And yeah, two and a half men has it. Um, basically, everything on CBS is like how that. I met your mother, all that stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because all the network shows I watch are all like the documentary style stuff, like Arrested uh, Development. Yeah, <laughs> Arrested Development or remember Scrubs didn't have a laugh track. Parks and Rec, The Office, like none of those had laugh tracks because they were supposed to be documentaries, right? Well, I mean, there's there's been other ones and it's worked. That's why I don't get it. Like why, like Archer, like if that had a laugh track, we wouldn't be watching it. We would never even be talking about it. Yeah, but filming uh, animation with a live studio audience is kind of right. Weird. Well, well, I mean, that, that <laughs> he is... drew a frame. Yeah, <laughs> you get my point. I know, uh, but that was a staple at the time. I mean, that would, they would announce it before each episode. You like, I remember like Cheers. Cheers, yeah, Cheers was the biggest one. <laughs> cheers filmed a live studio audience. Yeah, speaking of Cheers, Ed O'Neill was close to to being Sam Malone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What did he do prior to this? I know he was like a, a big jock. Like, I thought so he made it to the NFL so, or something. Yeah, he, he did. He got drafted by the Steelers. Steelers. It was cut. And they did have Terry Bradshaw on a couple episodes, though, of uh, Mary Richard. <laughs> just kind of scored yes. four touchdowns in one game. No. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he, so- he was Popeye Doyle. As like a test like pilot for a TV show and then get picked up. Uh, I don't know if you ever if you've ever saw the French Connection with Gene Hackman. Yeah. Uh, he was he was supposed to be that character and then and then yeah he became uh, Al. Yeah. Just seems like out of nowhere then, right? I mean, seems interesting. Yeah, but like it, said, this was supposed to be a low budget show. It wasn't supposed to last, and he wasn't really anything before. So yeah, he I mean, just he almost got guest the starring and stuff, and yeah. I mean, if he almost got the Cheers job though, I mean. Crazy, and now he has Modern Family. He's had two like really successful sitcoms, and let's not forget one of our favorite, our favorite HBO shows, John from Cincinnati. Yeah, Jesus. Oh my God, I forgot that he was on that show. Yes. I thought you were gonna say Dutch. Yeah, no. <laughs> say Dutch. Yeah. Dutch. No, remember John from Cincinnati? We actually, I thought we all liked it. We were quoting it a lot, and yeah, it was um, a weird show, but yeah, we liked it. Yeah, it's too bad it only was it one season. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Al, I remember like yeah, a character or Ed O'Neill. That character was so popular that it said it kind of ruined his career for a while. Like yeah. he remembers he was on a this. Maybe I've already mentioned this story where he was on an army show or not an army show, uh, a law show, but he was playing like a military soldier and he's supposed to be a witness in the stand or in, um, witness. And the camera pans over to him, and they see Al like in an army suit. And every it was supposed to be a dramatic scene, and the reaction was everybody laughed, like "Ha, Al joined the army!" <laughs> <laughs> so he got cut from the role, just because we had to give it this Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, good, good, good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna mention some of my other favorite episodes. <laughs> um. The one I mentioned before, like one of the early Christmas ones when Santa Claus breaks his neck in their backyard. <laughs> and just how the bunnies react versus how the roads react. <laughs> um, I don't even know if it was a favorite episode. Just quotes. And these are when they were getting cheesy. Like they were out and go- mining for gold or something like that. <laughs> the three Habibs. <laughs> or the three Habibs. Uh, the <laughs> Dodge is a fine, good car. Ran over my wife with the Dodge. <laughs> Uh, that gold one used to be a favorite of mine. I'm trying to remember why. I don't remember the quotes, but I used to watch that one a lot. Yeah, there's that. There's the uh, the one where the, he's supposed to get Buck neutered, and he has that he has that dream where Buck's like a human sized character, and he's talking to him. And ah, oh, classic. And any episode with the Psycho Dad theme. Ah, oh, Psycho Dad. You bastards are taking all this stuff <laughs> I was going to say. Sorry. Jump in. I don't man. even have anything left, pretty much. <laughs> well, jump in. Sing the song. Yeah. I just, just know it's like a killed his wife because she weighed a ton. <laughs> Who'll be watching VH1? <laughs> that was the version. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Who's that riding with the gun? I don't know. 
<laughs> oh yeah, the Marcy did the loser out, loser out, loser out. I like his always his little confrontations with Marcy. Those are always cool. The one about beer, about she's upset that like pretty women only get the commercials for beer, and he's like, I'll give you a hint, Marcy, or I'll give it to a story. Pretty women make you, make you buy beer. Ugly women make you want to drink beer. <laughs> Marcy, cluck, no. Why does he keep calling me a chicken? <laughs> like Jefferson in the background laughing. Yeah, hey, you cut that out, Al. <laughs> uh, uh, that so, reminds me of the... Go ahead, Brandon, sorry. I was going to say another classic episode is... Um, and I think I just remember this mostly because of the saxophone playing or that music <laughs> is when he's just walking around Chicago yeah, looking for a doll or a Barbie or, doll. The Barbie doll. Yeah, vintage Barbie doll. Pristine. And that's like one of the only episodes where it's really not at their house all that much. It seemed like it mostly was outside of their set. I don't know. That one just strikes. I don't know. You guys I agree definitely with that? that? No, I definitely remember that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Far as being outside, yeah, they didn't have too many episodes outside of right. the shoe store or um, their house. Oh. I mean, they're, they're over ten years, definitely. Like we said they were in England, and there was one episode where they were stuck on the freeway the entire time, and they've gone yeah. to the beach. Oh, the cow kicked Nelly and the Nelly in the barn, and the cow kicked Nelly and the Nelly in the barn. Second verse, same as the first. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. They're <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's pl- I forgot this name the states game or whatever. Alaska Bud or Alaska Kelly A <laughs> Alabama Daddy <laughs> R <laughs> I'm gonna he slams the head into the horn or something. Oh man, that show the uh that we haven't mentioned Biggins or the Jiggly Room yet. <laughs> Biggins. Yeah. The scene where uh, they're sitting on the couch and Al or Peg tells Al that he had to sell his entire uh, Biggins ca- collection. <laughs> and Al's all pissed off. And she's like, and meanwhile, you see Bud like walk behind him and go downstairs with a big grin on his face. <laughs> and then while he's downstairs, she, that's when she tells Al the story. And then she's like, come on, Al. No one cares about those stupid magazines but you. And you see Bud come back up the stairs, a big old sad crying on his eyes. He walks up the stairs all slowly. <laughs> Cold. <sighs> so good. All right. Yeah, the last. Go ahead, Scott. The, you talking about Al and Marcy. Uh, reminds me of the Peeper episode. Oh. That was gold. <sighs> yep. The... the all the women were getting peeped, and Peg hadn't been peeped yet, and so she was getting pissed off. So, like, Al, for once, decided to be a good husband, so he, like, snuck up on her ladder. <laughs> and by then, though, like, all the women in the neighborhood had formed this, like, vigilante group and beat the shit out of him. But before that, Al accidentally saw Marcy naked. He's like, ah, I'm blind. <laughs> no, I like when he's he's looking in the window, and he, he wants to get Peg's attention. So he doesn't he, know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Marcy goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> peep, 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 peep here, peep here. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is. So the one who says I'm blind is that the same episode? No, I think that's a different episode. <laughs> and then yeah, then you hear Peg go, "No, I'm blind too." <laughs> yeah, I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. So go back with the blind to keep with the blind topic. This is later on episodes where Bud leaves to go to college, um, but he could only he wants to go in the dorms, but he only gets into the girls' dorms, but obviously he's fine with that. And Al and Peg go visit him, and he's drilling a hole so he can see into the next-door room. <laughs> or he's about to drill a hole, and then Al goes, That's low, son. And Bud looks at him, and he goes, It's too low! You'll be looking at kneecaps! <laughs> So he drills it higher, and then meanwhile, like Peg and Bud are having this conversation. Then he goes over to Al, and he has his eye in the hole, and he's rubbing the wall. Yeah, that's it, baby. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like soap hits him in the eye. Oh, I'm blind. <laughs> he's just doing his stupid Al stuff. <laughs> Too low. That's an elbow, son. 
That was the, there's two ones I want to mention. Is one where Kelly becomes a uh, pool shark, <laughs> and Al is really upset when he finds out, but then he finds <laughs> out that he can make a lot of money with her. So they start. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I don't know if I'm going to mention what you're going to mention, but yeah, so he puts a lot of money on the. He, he's making all these bets to make with the last bet. He doesn't have enough money, so he goes yeah. and sells a bunch of blood. Yeah. And so he comes back, and he's all loopy. And he starts saying those random things, like, they call me Flipper, and he's throwing pretzels into his face. Everything looks like noodles in here. Yeah. Hey, Jefferson, everything looks like noodles in here. <laughs> And Jefferson's not even there. Yeah, he's like, no, he's there. He's oh, like, is he? what'd you do, Al? Well, I sold nine pints of blood, but the body only holds eight. <laughs> That's what they say, but the brain hides some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Al, you're looking better. You stopped air guitar and it's a small world a while ago. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, right as Kelly's about to make the final shot, Al passes out and his head hits right in front of the hole where the ball's <laughs> going toward. Yeah. Oh boy. And then, well, I did want to mention seven. Yeah. <laughs> what was up with that whole thing? Yeah. That was that, was, that had to be Fox executives going, "Hey, let's spice things up. Let's throw a stupid kid into the mix." Yeah, I think it was because that's when uh, Peg, well, Katie Seagal was pregnant, and so Peg was pregnant, and I think they. We're starting to write these stories. We're having a new kid, and then when that didn't happen because of the terrible thing that happened with her, the uh, they just had these stories and like, well, we'll just adopt a kid so we can still use those jokes. I have a feeling that's what it was. Maybe, maybe not, but I don't know. It was it was terrible. It was like five or six episodes. But then I remember like a couple seasons later, like they'd have a milk carton at the table and have the missing <laughs> child and his face would be on there. Yeah, uh, it almost makes it worth it. <laughs> yeah, for that one joke. Do they still do that anymore? Do what? Missing <laughs> children on milk? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't bought milk in forever, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any other moments? Uh, I mean, I can go into my list because um, I kind of have a list based on this. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. So you guys took a few of them, but... Um, <laughs> So classic Al Bundy lines as the um, the the Bundy family credo, which is Hooters Hooters or is that wait is that the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hooters Hooters yum yum yum. Hooters Hooters on the girl on the girl that's dumb. <laughs> I remember that since elementary school. I think. Um, yeah, it goes back to Jeff saying oh, we weren't allowed to watch it, and yet we all knew that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that came a little bit later on. I don't think that was in the first few seasons. I don't think I was even in junior high when I when that episode came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the whole psycho dad. Um, we already went over that. Um, a classic line. Uh, we were talking about the fat women walking in the shoe store, but this one I always remember, and I could have it wrong here, but it goes something along the lines of a fat woman walks into a store and says, "Give me something I could fit into." I say, "Try Idaho." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, classic. Um, <laughs> I like when he says, they didn't walk in, the fat lady clumped in. <laughs> yeah. Something waddles in. Yes, or... waddles in, stampeded in. And a couple of the reoccurring themes, um, one of you guys brought up was Al walking Kelly's boyfriends into the doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking classic, just walks them out, boom, right at the door jam, and then out the door they went. And then another one that's always funny is we're like, you know, the bunnies would always, you know, rag on each other, but then they always had each other's backs at the end, especially if it was involving a fight, and they would beat the crap out of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. They've never lost a fight. They, they were, they were, Bud would be, um, you know, kicking the crap out of people, and uh, just classic. And then uh, a couple of my favorite episodes, um, the Zeus Shoes one. I yeah. think this one. This one sticks out because, again, I was really into sports, and I had a couple of the big sports people back then. But um, I think I had Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, who was the Who was the pitcher? Uh, Steve Carlton. I was gonna say Steve Carlton. These guys were actually most of these guys were retired already then, right? Yeah. 
Um, and then there was, was it three sports? Yeah. Football player was like the um, big... Um, Too Tall Jones. Yeah, Too Tall Jones. and The whole point of the show, Al, Al's getting to meet all these guys, and they just keep um, basically just rocking them. But he's, it's totally worth it because he's going to be on TV. <laughs> and then at the end, all you see is his feet and him just getting rocked out of these shoes. But the, <laughs> shoe, the shoes are perfectly fine. Yeah, classic. Are you going to talk about the Bubba Smith one since we're talking about football players? Sure. Wait, that's the one, the fight at the bar? No. Which one then? That, that's, that's uh, I think, early on when uh, Al keeps talking about the four touchdowns. And uh, I can't remember his name in the episode, but Bubba Smith is like the defensive lineman he beat in that game. and But he's like the security guard at the local high school. And Al's, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he has to get by him. And they have that slow motion, like, pseudo fight <laughs> doing all this dumb shit <laughs> like they're blocking each other and then they they both reach for their wallets and pull out pictures of the mother-in-laws and they're all, <laughs> they're all freaked out uh, and then finally al wins because he like takes off his shoe and puts it under his nose or something like that i forget how <laughs> no don't they compare socks these are my best socks <laughs> yeah. and the yeah, guy has like a bunch serious. of holes in them and then al shows him his socks and it's pretty much just a thing around your ankle like there wasn't even a bottom <laughs> to the sock yeah, that was, sorry, that was one of my other themes, too, was Al Smelly Feet. Classic throughout the whole the whole series. Wait, to go back to the Bubba Smith one, do you remember, Brian? That's the one I used to quote all the time, because they, when they're done fighting, they go, sleepy time now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I used to say that all the time, especially, like, on road trips. So I'd be in the back seat, and I'd go, sleepy time now. <laughs> yeah. And then, let's see. The last thing, the last episode that I always remember is the bowling game episode, which was already brought up too. Um, classic Al is uh, going for the 300, and he has his little thumb warmer, which uh, cracks me up. And um, I mean, I still do this to this day when I go bowling. Every now and then, I'll just throw it and turn around and just go, "Yes, <laughs> Steve Reich." Oh yeah, Steve Reich, and rarely will I ever get one, but classic. And then. He would do his whole spiel, his rubbing the ball and go up and just throw it. Of course, he doesn't get it, but Peg gets it instead, doing her little granny style. And, oh no, she misses the, she only gets nine, right, in the last one, but Al's so happy, he's jumping up and down, and it causes that last pin to fall over. (laughs) Yep. Yep. What about the alien episode? Alien episode? Is that when they take his... Socks for yeah. fuel. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. But that, it is stupid. The one time he's in the closet and he has the little mo- that little whistle they gave him as a joke and he's blowing it. <laughs> Hello, Moon Patrol. <laughs> and that's pretty much my list. Okay. Um, Scott. Okay. Uh, short list, but uh, actors who started... Uh, or became big as kind of goofballs or in a comedic role. And then they, they wouldn't go on to do serious work and be really good at it. Um, although Ed O'Neill's stuck more or less to more comedic stuff. He has been in serious stuff. And he is a really good actor. Um, as kind of Brian was saying, all those expressions and things that he did. Even if it was a little over the top, it, w- it was still, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> it was professional. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just start with Ed O'Neill. Um, he he's a favorite of uh, David Mamet's. Uh, if anybody's seen Red Belt or Spanish Prisoner or Spartan, um, very very serious roles there. No comedy at all. And then Wayne's World, <laughs> yeah. the manager Makita's, and uh, my all-time favorite lines. Uh, why is it when another man kills a man more he's a hero? <laughs> when he kills another man in the heat of passion, it's murder. <laughs> Oh man, that kills me every time. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams. Well, I'm gonna uh, go back to that because there's a murder children tie in there, right? So remember, there's that other guy sitting at the, uh, he's sitting at the bar and he says he got fired. They got a pink slip today, and he, you know, he's like, you know what I like to do? And then and Al's like, yeah, I know you like you do. I like to go back to the office, kill that guy, do string him up by his neck, and do all this. And the other guy's like, nah, I was gonna go file for unemployment. Uh, to each his own. But that, <laughs> but that guy is one of the no-man guys, but I don't remember which... Uh, I'm totally blowing I, this. I can only remember two. I can remember 
Bob and Griff. Yeah, it's not one of those. It's uh oh well. Moody, Mooney? Moody or something like that? Bob Rooney was the one. Bob Rooney, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was not Bob. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, Damn it. <laughs> Rob, Robin Williams uh, started off with Mork and Mindy and things like Good Morning Vietnam, and he still does goofy shit like Patch Adams, which was terrible. But uh, every, every once in a while, turned to the more dramatic role, as in uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, and it, it's pretty great. Uh, Ooh, what about a uh, one hour photo? Ugh. It was super creepy in that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's way better as a dramatic actor. Oh, yeah. yeah I he's think he's not chops. funny at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not true. I don't like him. Good morning, Vietnam. Oh. Gold. Great caca. <laughs> yes. I'd like to buy some cheese and some butter. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks uh, definitely started off in the... Uh, sitcom circuit, uh, bosom buddies, yeah, and poor Peter Scolari, he's digging out of trash cans right now. I don't know. Uh, let's see, Volunteers, Money Pit, uh, Joe versus the Volcano, Splash. the Burbs, Splash, the Burbs, yeah, and then and all of a sudden he does Philadelphia, <laughs> which was a riot, by the way. <laughs> Laugh a minute, and uh, and of course Saving Private Ryan and. He's done several other since where he, he's had the more serious turn. But was uh, Gump, Castaway, all those things like back to back to back. Was he like nominated like five times in a row? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had a pretty good run there. Yeah. Um, Green Mile. Uh, so that thing you do. Yeah, I I like that one. I love that movie. <laughs> it's very watchable. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because we're white. And it's about white people. But uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, no, I, 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 well, let's go back to it. I like uh, that movie's great. Um, that my favorite guy in that is uh, the white guy. Um, <laughs> what's his name? He's the funnier guy. Steve Zahn. Yeah. He's hilarious in that. That's, a, that's the first it's, movie I remember him from. Yeah, that's like the only movie I remember him from. But like, when they were trying to be like the Beatles and they were spelling their names, the Wonders with O N E D E R S, and <laughs> they kept pronouncing it Oneaters. Yeah. <laughs> and then they announce him on stage. They go the Oneaters, and he goes, "Wait, that's Onetters." They're explaining to it to begin with. Yeah. It's on the paper. It's spelled Wonders, and he's like, "No, no, no! It's pronounced the Wonders." And he says, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Oneaters. <laughs> but it's the Wonders. So yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. When they're they're being interviewed when they're in Los Angeles and uh the guys like treating them from like like they're from this super small town in like the backwoods of Pennsylvania. <laughs> and he goes, This one time he stayed up after midnight <laughs> and, then he, and then he starts laughing and he can't talk anymore because the story was so hilarious so like, yeah <laughs> yep anyhow moving on is that um what's her face's first movie first, yeah. yeah it might be it might yeah. be and the only thing for that was like the Aerosmith video right with Alicia Silverstone yeah it's kind of it's kind of creepy that she was cast- a video slut in her dad's video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the video. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird, though. She's on that uh, new Leftover show, which I caught the uh-huh. pattern of. Um, I thought I'll you would say she was in Lord of the Rings. If you want him, come and claim him. How'd you like that show, Scott? Uh, it, it was alright. Uh, we will talk about it during the news. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jim Carrey, uh, Living Color, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, all those. They did the Truman Show, uh, which is pretty good. The Majestic, uh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind uh, was really good. Um, and then he sent some other things where he wasn't as good. <laughs> So, but yeah, he, he does have some chops. Um, I don't think he's on the same level as the, the previous actors that I mentioned, but uh, still pretty good. 
Um, Adam Sandler, of all, that had a pretty good turn in Funny People, um, mm-hmm. where he actually kind of makes fun of himself. But the character in the movie makes this these dumb movies like Wizard Baby and <laughs> Dolphin Boy and all this shit that's like pretty much the stuff that he's made <laughs> throughout his career. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Did you guys see Funny People? No, no. But I saw Punch Drunk Love, which was a more serious role for him. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty good in that too. I thought. Um, and then finally, uh, Bill Murray. Uh, who? Uh, good one. Yeah, he's been you know start off his career a lot of goofy stuff, a lot of great stuff. Um, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. Um, but then some of his more serious stuff has been great too. Lost in Translation, uh, Rushmore, basically anything in, in the uh, the Wes Anderson movies. Uh, he's been really good. But again, Lost in Translation, uh, which was uh, I, at the time was one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's still be up there, I think. Uh, I think they they kind of got lightning in a bottle with that movie. Why didn't she play the role of Scarlett Johansson? She's such a good actress. <laughs> the director, I mean, sorry. All right, that was a Godfather 3 joke. Went no, no. I, I, I got it. She went, from, she went from playing the, the baby that gets baptized at the end of the Godfather to the daughter in 3. She dies at the end, folks. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, she was pretty freaking terrible. So is Godfather 3 a terrible movie? No, I think it has one terrible scene, maybe a couple, but it's got a one few scene things. just ruins it for me. Helicopter. Yes. So yeah. stupid. I feel like uh, Coppola just kind of he didn't necessarily phone it in, but he didn't go out of his way to remove the dumb shit from the movie just because he was so pressured to do it. Like, like from all counts, he never wanted to do the third movie. Um, was that a book too, or no? Puzo? I, I don't know how the books went. I, I know originally it was supposed to be about um, Michael and Tom Hagen, but they couldn't get Robert Duvall back for whatever reason. So instead, he read the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so instead, you get George Hamilton, Superman yeah. George Hamilton as the lawyer, <laughs> and Andy Garcia. Yeah. And the Joey Zaza and Sofia Coppola. Yeah. It was weird. The whole um, see, I don't compare to the other two Godfather movies. It's a piece of crap. If you oh, yeah. if you stand it alone, it's not a bad movie. It's, I don't think it's a terrible movie. Right. But that whole trilogy has had issues where, in the second movie, they were supposed to still ha- have um, uh, Vito Corleone. What the hell? What's his actor's name? Oh, Brando. Brando, but they wouldn't give him enough money, so he wasn't in it. Uh, in the flashback scenes and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. And then, then also Clemenza was supposed to be... Um, they wrote him out of the second one because he wanted too much money. Right, right. Guy, or he wanted to write his own lines or something weird like that. So they just they gave it to the other guy. So Or they casted it and made it like a different character altogether. But So that's weird that, yeah, Tom Hagen at the end, that he wouldn't do it either. But... I don't know. Maybe he was too busy smelling napalm. I mean, that, that's, that's the weirdest part. They had such a good working relationship. I don't know why they couldn't get it. It's so... It's disappointing to really think about it because at, at that point um, in Michael Corleone's life, as far as the, the story goes at that point, uh, Tom Hagen's like pretty much the only family he has left. Like his daughter's kind of around and his son's like off in college, but they're not like... You know, it's not the same. Um, his sister... Yeah, he's got he's got Connie around, but like, you know, all his brothers are gone except for Tom Hagen. Um, so it would've been interesting to see, you know, their conflict in that. Well, Fredo was his own goddamn fault. So, yeah, yeah. Spoiler no. alert. <laughs> all right, I don't know how we diverged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Bill Murray and Lost Translation. Awesome. I like that movie too. I, I have to admit that movie comes on and I watch it, even though nothing freaking happens, and I don't understand. But I just think I like Bill Murray. I love Scarlett Johansson, so therefore I watch the movie. Well, other, other than like the Avengers, I don't think I've seen a movie that she's been in that I've liked more. Well, um, 
Yeah. Is there one where she shows her boobs in? (laughs) I would like that one more. (laughs) I don't think so. Not yet. I heard she's filming something, though. I heard. I hear. (laughs) Not joking. Look look it up for the news, Brian. Yeah. There you go. Well, she is in that new movie, like a sci-fi movie, where she's uh, something or other. Oh, yeah. That looks like Ultraviolet Part 2. Yeah, it does. I think it was written by Luc Besson, so we'll see. Luc Besson. So that's my list. All right. So my list is uh, scenes from shows or movies where the the an actor character just just has a little imagination of something running wild. Of you know, he goes into a little imagination scene. And I had a really detailed list, and it's my fucking phone deleted it, or I deleted it on accident, so I'm going to have to go off memory here, and I don't have nearly as many as I had before, but uh, I'll start out with, like, UHF, I mean, that's kind of the whole, there's a bunch of scenes like that, right, where Weird Al's character keeps daydreaming, and he's Indiana Jones, or he's Rambo, or whatever, I always thought those were good. Um, The Simpsons is king of this, I mean, they do this all the time, or Homer, or Bart, or... You know, Bart, he imagines he's an old rock star. I said, slag off! Throws the bottle at him. But my favorite one from The Simpsons is Homer. And this gets me almost as much as the Married Children one. Was where Homer's... I don't remember the, the context at all. But he just goes, man, am I not looking forward to my funeral? <laughs> <laughs> and they have Reverend Lovejoy's doing the, uh, the speech. And they, everyone's gathered around. And then... A dump truck comes with a bunch of dirt, and Homer is just in the pile of dirt. And the dump truck dumps him into the the, the ground, into the tomb. And then there's two crows sitting in the tree. There goes a real sack of crap. <laughs> I don't, it's the best ever. I freaking love that show. Um, the other one I could think of was the Christmas Story, and it'd be like Ralphie. And him like imagining that the teacher loves his essay on the BB gun, and she's giving him A plus 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 plus, and just the look on his face, and that's kind of like you know typical kid daydreaming in class, and I like that. And gotta throw Star Wars in here, and this is kind of a cheat, but Luke's trying to convince Han to save the princess, and he doesn't want to, and he says that she's rich. How rich? And he says, we're more money than you can imagine. And he says, I don't know, I can imagine quite a bit. Yep. And then then Happy Gilmore, when Happy goes to his happy place. And for some reason, there's a uh, dwarf riding (laughs) on a tricycle. His grandma's having fun in a slot machine. (laughs) Um his I forgot the girl's name in the show. Like at one point she has two jugs of beer just walking toward him in like some nice white lace outfit. Um she's from Modern Family as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name all of a sudden, but yeah. Um so yeah, that's my list. I had a lot more. Sorry, I lost it. Uh Simpsons, uh Bart when he imagines himself being so overweight that he can't move anymore. <laughs> I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> Dad towel rack. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure you get tons of Family Guy and stuff, but I can't remember all those. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, anything else before? I have one honorable honorable mention that okay. has has to do with jumping out of airplanes. Um, that was I was trying to go that route first, and the only movie I could think of is Point Break. <laughs> the only movie I can think of were. Or that I've seen, anyways, that involves jumping out of an airplane, um, and it was pretty cool, pretty cool scene in the movie. But anyhow, wanted to throw that out there. You don't, you don't remember Wesley Snipes' drop zone? Nope. <laughs> about Con Air. Con Air, they don't jump out. I don't no, think. I don't, I don't remember. What about an eraser? I thought I remember something with that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, 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 he might have jumped out of the plane. Passenger fifty-seven. No. Steven Seagal gets sucked out of an airplane. Yeah. It's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. That was on the same list that I lost. So, Brian, you got any news? Um, well, I just Googled um, Scarlett Johansson. 
And um, yes, this new movie coming out called Under the Skin. She is indeed 100% nude. Nice. So, boobs, butt, bush. I'm not even. I'm not even a lion here. And Jack. <laughs> Anyways, that's my news. <laughs> All right. <laughs> boobs. Uh, boobs button bush. So, uh, big biggest news of all. Uh, shout out to Alex. Oh uh, yeah, he's not here right now because <laughs> he had a kid today. Uh, yes. So congratulations to him and his wife. Um, healthy baby boy. Um, I'm sure the kid will be terrorizing uh, the other children soon, just like the old man. Uh, so, yeah, again, congratulations. Yep. Um, Congrats, Alex. Let's see. Uh, so, that uh, that leftover show, so, um, like Brian was asking, I watched it. Um, it was interesting. It's got an in- interesting premise. Um, it's very dour. Uh, I, <laughs> I can handle some of that from, like, Game of Thrones, but I don't know how much of that show I'm going to be able to watch. It's, uh, it's kind of depressing, which is kind of the point. I, I recommend at least watching the first episode. I haven't caught the second one yet. Like I said, Liv Tyler's in it. Nobody else that I think is that big. I don't know, did, did you, either of you see it? No. No, I was wanting to watch it, and I just forgot. No, they should I make they it. should make something where you can um, like record shows and watch them, huh? <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. And then just real quick, World Cup. Yeah. The Germans uh, <laughs> in the most embarrassing match that Brazil's ever played uh, destroyed <laughs> them uh, seven to seven to one. It was pretty much seven to zero. It was a, a garbage goal at the end, but uh, awesome. Yeah, the I, best was watching the fans crying twenty-five minutes into the game. <laughs> I, I've I played soccer for I don't know twelve years, like all the way through my senior year of high school, and I was never part of any match that went that bad in either direction. I've never seen anything. Like, I've never heard of anything like that. So, I I don't know. Brazil's gonna have to take a long look in in the mirror. They were missing two of their best guys. But they still. were, but yeah, that's that doesn't yeah. equate to seven goals. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, are you done, Scott? Because I remembered my news. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. So this one, I want to say, fuck you, America. So. <laughs> Transformers movie grossed $175 million. Fucking shame on you assholes for watching this movie. And they're just going to make more. If you guys keep going to watch this shit, they're going to keep making this shit. Stop watching it. Or any but, Michael Bay movie, for that but, matter. But, but go go see Michael Bay's uh, Teenage Digitals. <laughs> no! <laughs> Stop watching this crap, people. Don't watch the remakes Jesus of Christ. shitty Robocop and shitty... <laughs> Fucking well, no, Total okay, Recall. Jeff, Don't I'll, I'll watch even, it. I'll even give people the, the benefit of the doubt here. No. Don't, just listen to what I'm going to say. Okay. Just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Why don't you listen to what I'm what saying? I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff's right. Don't go see it in the first place. But if you do go see it, don't go see the, the third sequel. Don't, don't go see number four <laughs> when the last three have been complete shit. I'm just saying. Hmm. But to play devil's advocate, what about the next three Star Wars movies coming out? The previous three were sucky, so. Well, we don't thoughts? have a choice. We don't have a choice. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. <laughs> what if What if they suck? Well, yeah. I've taken the ultimate sacrifice. I haven't been to the movies in like three years, so. I just can, I just keep continuing watching the movies I've seen over and over again. Yeah. Fuck you, Hollywood. Yes, they're not gonna make. Any... You'll be in to see the next Disney movie, Brian. That's <laughs> true. These assholes are not going to take a risk on any movie if they just know they, get, they can print money by just doing remakes and fucking toy 
fucking sequels. So stop going. I don't, I don't know anybody that went to go see uh, Transformers, though, so I have no idea how it's pulling those numbers. Yeah, people don't admit it. They still go. Because <laughs> $175 million. Hide your shame. It was, and this week, it made another 37, and it wasn't even... The, the new, it was already second week out, so I hate you people. So, but yeah, I can't wait to go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> That's it for this episode. But before we leave, we gotta pick a topic for next week, and this time Brian's gonna pick our topic. So, Brian, what are we talking about? All right. Um, I want to talk about a movie that I love, and it's one of the few movies I actually saw with my whole family, or my brother and mom and dad, in the movie theaters. Um, together, and that would be In the Line of Fire. Um, nice. Specifically, the scenes uh, involving Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich, but when they're talking, the dialogue over the phones. Um, so that's why I want to go with that. All right, sounds good. Love that movie. Yes. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Please feel free to do all that Facebook, Twitter, social media crap, and thanks for listening. Don't forget Stitcher. <laughs> Open wide for some soccer. How the internet has changed since we were there, right? I mean, we were there still pretty early on in the internet. Yeah, the wild, wild west. <laughs> yeah, now it's like I don't. Where, where the men were men and the midgets sucked huge.